Now, today we discuss more technicalities of the scheduling of Kriya Torah. Oh, you got it? It's a long one yesterday. The common minig in all Jewish communities. You finish the whole entire Torah in one year. There is also a minig to finish it once every three years. So you kind of uh, have have a shorter parashas, obviously, only only one third. Now the Rebbe actually modeled the two systems of learning Rambam, learning one parak a day, finishing in three years, or three parak a day, finishing in one year. After this, so you, so you, so the common meaning is to finish it the whole term in one year. The first Shabbos after Sukkot, you start and you read the current the Bereshis, the order of Bereshis. The second one is Elotildis. Of course, the next word is Noyach, right? Um, it's funny, the Rambam, is, the Rambam doesn't refer to it as Nayach, he calls it Elotildis. But anyways, the, 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 we, we, it's common he's referring to. The Rambam accepts this common knowledge that he's talking about uh, Nayach. The third one, which we know as Lech Lecha. You go follow the system. You finish all the entire on Sukkot. Curiously enough, that even though you read the Torah every Shabbos, the last, very last reading of Azazah is not on a Shabbos, is designated to be the last day of Sukkot, or Shemini Atzeres, rather. Right, so because we have two days of Shemini Atzeres, and Chutzaretz, we call the second day of Chutzaretz, to distinguish it. There is a custom to finish it every three years, so they read less, and they finish it over three years. That's not, that's not a standard minute. Base. Ezra taken them in Israel, it was Ezra who instituted so the scheduling, it's not clear exactly how, how, how all that is, but Ezra Dafka wanted that, um, uh, that in terms of certain details of certain parishes being read at certain times, work, work as follows. That they should read, for example, the curses in parishes in, in the Chumash Vayikra, uh, in parishes Bechel Kaysai. No, sorry, in parishes, uh, uh, yeah, it's Bechel Kaysai. That should be Dafka before Shavuos, either sometimes it's Shabbos before Shavuos, sometimes two Shabbos before Shavuos. Um, and that the curses of the Mishnah Torah and the Dvarim are read in the Shabbos uh, or shortly before Shoshana. It's also a Minag Pasha that you read uh, the Pasha of Amidbar before Shavuos. So it comes out that the curses of Bachemchukaisai are read before Shavuos, but they're not right before Shavuos. There's a Pasha to separating the curses before Shavuos. Veschan and Achat Yishbah. Pashas of Veschan is always the Shabbos after Yishbah, what we call Shabbos Nachamu. The Atam Mitzavim, Kedem Rosh Hashanah, the Pashas of Mitzavim is before Shoshana. Tzavis Aaron, Kedem Pesach, the Pashas of Tzav is before Pesach, Beshan Abshutta, if it's not a leap year. So the Ezra Institute, that the, the, the order should always be that way. That's why we sometimes have certain years, you have to read the whole Pashas and the Shabbos, you want to space things appropriately, so you kind of have to make sure this is, the schedule works out. So you have to kind of shrink the, uh, the timeline. If you're going to have, let's say, Bamidbar after Shavuos, uh, um, in theory, you have to make sure to read two parashas, so Yaakov Kudai, for example, together, to make sure you kind of bring it back one week before Shavuos. So that's, that's why you have the, sometimes you have two parashas on one Shabbos. Um, oh, oh, there are some Shabbos, I, I jumped the gun, you see. There are Shabbos where you read on a, on, on, by Shabbos two, 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 two parashas, the word parasha we refer to as a weekly parasha. Really, the word sedra is more appropriate. Weekly sedra, parasha more refers to like the the paragraph breaks in the Torah, the pay of the samach, the pesuch, and the stuma. So, he going isha kisazria, the zayis have tiratay. So, the those two parashas are read together sometimes in chakaysa in barasinai. Those two parashas are read sometimes, commonly known as bahar uh, bchakaysa. 
similarly, so that you should make sure to finish it within a year. And the parish should be read at the proper time. Um, yep, okay. Halacha Gimel. Yeah, so far so good. Malkam Shav Sikim Shachris, the place where you stop reading Shabbat Shachris, meaning the end of the parasha, let's say the end of the parasha of Barashis, Sham Karim Mincha, that's where you start pick you pick up Shabbos Mincha, the beginning of Nayak, for example. Uvishenya Khamishi, and for that matter I'm on the end Thursday as well, Shabbos Abba and the next Shabbos. Kate for example, Shabbos Vishina Karim Shachris celebrations, the first Shabbos we read the parish of Barashis. The Mincha Karin Elitos Nayach, and in Mincha you read Elitos Nayach. I'll hear the Ram as the word Nayach, and you see. At least ten sukkim or more for mincha. Similarly, at least ten sukkim or more for Monday and Thursday. The following Shabbos again, you start from and you read the end of Parshas Noach. That's how it goes throughout the year. Every Shabbos you read the Navi somewhat of the theme of related to the Torah reading. Now, of course, there's exceptions to that rule. So, for example, sometimes you read. Something that's related to the day, not not the parsha. So, for example, Shabbos Rishchidosh or other things like that. For the most part, it usually reflects the Torah reading. Or, of course, the last ten weeks of the year, we read Haftar Maftir that uh, Haftar that reflects the time we're in. Right, exactly. Halacha Dalit. Rashi Chadash on Rishchidosh. What's the order of the Pesach Torah? Harishin Kaidosh Leishep Sokim Mitzah Parshas Tzav. The first one reads the reads the reads three the three Pesachim in the parsha of Tzav. The third person goes and he repeats the third pasuk that the first one read. And, and two pasukim after that as well. So that there should be three pasukim remaining to the end of the parsha. In other words, the first person reads pasuk, let's say, let's call it Aleph Beis Gimel. This, the, the next person doesn't do Dalet Hei Vav. He does Gimel Dalet Hei. He repeats pasuk Gimel. The reason for that is because if, he do, if the first person does Aleph Beis Gimel and the next guy does Dalet Hei Vav, well, how many psukim are there left in the parsha? Zayin and Ches. That's just two. You're not supposed to leave two psukim uh, uh, away from the end of the parsha, as we said yesterday. So he he backs it up. He backtracks one one pasuk. So if he if the first person does aleph beis gimel, second person does gimel dalit hey, the third person can do vav zayin ches, and then he'll finish the parsha. The third reader reads over <coughs> the three psukim. The second person left over together with. The, um, the the next two lines of Yom Shabbos, which is the carbon of Shabbos, as as describes. So the first two three, three aliyahs cover the daily Talmud, morning and evening, and the Shabbos carbon Musaf. For and the fourth aliyah reads about what the carbon of Moshev is. What if Rosh falls on Shabbos? So now you don't you don't uh, you have to have four aliyahs, which is why you backtrack and read about the daily Talmud and Moshev. So you have a total of four aliyahs. Um, so uh, if it's Shabbos though it's a little different you don't need to have four aliyahs just from that because you have seven from the weekly Torah portion so you take out two sifateras in the Shachas if you still have two sifateras and the first one you read the regular Pasha in the, in the second sifatera the Mashlim the one who finishes the aliyah who finishes the obligation which means the seventh aliyah you hear the Ramam actually holds that the person who reads from the second Sefer Torah is not the, not the eighth Aliyah, Maftir, it's the seventh Aliyah. The Maftir reads the concept of Eshchedesh. Um, yeah, so in other words, basically, it's, it's, it, it, uh, it seems that the, um, um, the seventh person reads 
the seventh person and the eighth person, the, the Maftir read both the same, the same, uh, the same uh, parasha, according to the Rambam. So, in other words, you finish the weekly parasha in six aliyahs rather than seven, as is normal. And then the seventh aliyah reads the second sefer the parasha of Ishchedesh, then you say Kaddish, presumably, and the Maftir repeats what the seventh aliyah was, Ishchedesh. And the Maftir reads from the Navi the part talks about Rishchidosh as well. This is Nishaya. Rishchidosh of Shacholis Mishabbos. Rishchidosh of the Falls on Shabbos. Maftir and Chachechem and Dechem Sanafshi. Instead of reading the regular the regular Maftir of Rishchidosh, excuse me, the regular Haftar of Rishchidosh, you read you read the the Haftar about Rishchidosh discusses uh, uh, um, being chastised for Hashem saying to us that he hates the he hates the. Uh, Rishchidosh that we that we uh, in our Yom Tevim because we're just doing the rituals and the kabbarnas without doing yeshuva. Rishchidosh cholius echad b'shabbos. If Rishchidosh falls on Sunday, so Shabbos is erev Rishchidosh. Maftirin b'shabbos lefunav v'yim lehirus mechidosh. Then the Shabbos erev Rishchidosh. Read the Maftir that says where Yonis tells Shmuel tells David that tomorrow is Rishchidosh and he describes the whole story over there. Whoever goes up to read from the Torah, and again, remember back then, they didn't have a Balkari, everyone got to read right on their own. He has to start and, uh, and end off on a good note. However, the Pasha of Azinu, which is this week's Pasha, the first person reads from Zechariah Meselam, the second person reads from Zechariah Meselam to Yakiveyu, the third one from Yakiveyu to Yakiveyu, the fourth one from the fifth person reads from Luchachma until Kiesa Shemaim Yadi, the sixth person reads Mikiesa Shemaim Yadi, to the end of the Shira, even though these are all seemingly negative connotations because they're chastised. For the misbehavior, so why is that okay? Why do we stop at these places which are negative? The Rambam just said it's supposed to stop at a positive place. Because they are rebuke. People should do tshuva. Since Pasha's Hazinu was read before Rosh Hashanah or before Yom Kippur, therefore, uh, yeah, before Yom Kippur always, therefore, it's an appropriate time to kind of read some some chastising notes. Vav. The last eight psukim of the Chumash, you're allowed to read them in Shul, even if there's no minion. Even though the whole entire Torah is it's all Torah, it's, and Moshe said it, every word dictated from Hashem, why are these eight psukim should be different? Since the content is after Moshe passed away, and Moshe wrote it, but he wrote it with it says, so they've changed, they have a certain. Alteration in context in, 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 in their theme, in their thematically, thematically different. Therefore, an individual is allowed to read them even though there's no minion. The curses in, in, in Vayikra, in Bukhakaisai, you don't interrupt them. One person reads them, he starts a Pasuk before, he finishes off the Pasuk after, he goes straight through. However, the curses in the mission Torah, if you want to stop and interrupt, then make, make break up in different leaders, you may do so. However, the custom has become not to interrupt them. One person reads them in their entirety. It seems that in times of the Rambam, there was no set designation of where the Elias breaks was. That came in later, apparently, it seems. And there's different hugging in certain times, but it's pretty much universal. But in times of the Rambam, it wasn't, it wasn't set yet. All right. Halacha ches. We make an interruption 
Olivus and Shabbos. When Shabbos falls on Yom Tov Yom Kippur, you don't read the weekly parasha, you read something that has to do with the Yom Tov. Was Moshe who instituted for the Yiddin, she, you, Kareen, and Bechom, Mayan, and Yoni, every parish, every, every Yomti, if you should read something re- relevant to the part of the Yomtif from the Torah, and also to publicly lecture and, 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 and give, a, give a drush about the Yomtif, about the Allah of the Yomtif, and uh, all, the, all the themes, uh, I mean, uh, the general content, but probably the halachas of the Yomtif is uh, on the Yomtif is the most important thing. Now, so it comes out that, you, that the Christian era of Yomtif is more important than Shabbos because that particular, that reading, I don't know if that exact psukim, but the idea of reading from the Torah on Yom Kippur, for example, about Yom Kippur, whichever psukim you want to read, that's something Moshe Rabbein instituted. The weekly reading of the, of the, of the, of the weekly parashas, to read that exact parsha, that's la'av davka Moshe Rabbein To read from the Torah of but what you want to read, you know, it doesn't seem like he told anything exactly. So uh, just interesting how, how it's... Uh, okay. And they would read Mondays and Thursdays. That, that's what Moshe instituted, right? So what would be that he read? So Moshe Beno didn't institute Monday and Thursday. I think it's a, as, uh, we had actually yesterday in the beginning of the Epic in Bays. What did we learn? Yes, I'm sorry. Moshe Beno instituted the read in on Shabbos, Monday and Thursday, right. What they read, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, established exactly what to read. It, you know, it wasn't set in stone, the Pashtas. As you see, there's been hundreds. Some people read you know, the whole territory one year. Some people read it every three years. So it's obviously very different. Right? They, now, the Minog may be once every three years. They'll read up. But you know, the first three Shabbosim after Sukkot, they're still reading from Barashas because it takes them a lot. You know? All right. Umahin Karin, what do you read on Yom Tif? The Pesach, Parashas, and Meidesh, and um, yes. So, what do they read from the Torah? Pesach on Pesach, Karim Pashas Moedav Shoskahanim. You read the parasha of the uh, of the Yom Tevim in Vayikra. That's the technical obligation based on the Gemara. Then that's not what we do with Poyo, though, as we'll see right now. Um, uh, however, the meaning has become popularly uh, on the first day of Pesach to read Meshcholochem. The the, the uh, from from Bereshis, excuse me from Shemais, where it sh- where it says Moshe Rabbeinu tells Yidden uh, in the first year that they're in the midbar on the first anniversary of Yisus Mitzrayim, they have Moshe Rabbeinu Korban Pesach, Maftirim Pesach of Gilgal, and the Maftir is the Pesach celebration that was in Gilgal with Yeshua, the first Pesach shortly after they crossed the Yarden into Eretz Yisrael. Yontiv Sheni Sherek Heves on the second day of Yontiv read Sherek Hesavayes, which is uh, again about the Yom Tevim. Um, <laughs> Excuse me, and it describes Pesach as well. And the carbon omer, which is brought that day, um, on the second day of Pesach. Maftir Pesach Yishio, and the Maftir is about the, the carbon Pesach in Malachim with Yishio HaMelech. Bashlishi, and the third day of Pesach, Kalashikar Bechar, the parasha of Kalashikar Bechar, which is what we see in Rabbi Thomas every day. Um, because again, that talks about Mitzvah Mitzrayim. But Ravi, in the, uh, um, on the fourth, Day of Pesach, Imkes of Talve, the the parasha about uh, starts with, with, with Imkes of Talve, um, that talks about Yom Tov and Pesach as well. Bachamishi on the fifth day of Pesach, Psalacha, that's the uh, Hashem telling Moshe Rabbeinu after he successfully uh, gained forgiveness for the Jewish people after Chete Ego, um, that he should, have to, he should he should carve out a new set of luchos, but that continues into discuss the, general, the Yom Tov in general, including Pesach. Um, on the sixth day, how the Jewish people did the carbon Pesach. Excuse me, 
that uh, the mitzvah of making the carbon Pesach, uh, excuse me, Pesach Sheni. This is about the, about the, uh, the, the, the how the Yid did the carbon Pesach, and um, the uh, the um, as, as well as Pesach Sheni. Any mistakes before Mishchulachem? We said earlier is not about the carbon Pesach in the midbar. It's about the carbon Pesach in Mitzrayim. Um, okay. This parsha of Yasubis was Pesach Merida. That's about that's about the the carbon Pesach they made on the first anniversary of Yisus Mitzrayim in the midbar, as well as the story about the people who couldn't do it because they were Tommy and they had Pesach Sheni. Okay. Yom Tov Achan, the last day of Pesach, which is of course the day that Hashem split the Yamsuf. It's the beginning of Pashmashalach, of how the Yidin left Mitzrayim, how Pari chased him, and the Yardin split, till the end of Az Yashir. Ad Kiya, Kinesh Refecha, and continuing on to shortly after Az Yashir, to An Yashim Refecha. Aftim, by Dabr David, we read that by Dabr David in Malachim, Ikshim Yashimon Beis, Perikhon Beis, Vashmini called Bechur, and on the eighth day of Pesach, what we read is called Bechur, which discusses Yom Tevim in general, including Pesach, Aftim, Ad Yayim, Ad Yayim, and the Haftarah is Ad Yayim. Which is the uh, the Avteria describes how Sancheriv came and uh, laid siege to Yerushalayim, and his downfall was on Pesach. It was the first day of Pesach, though, which is funny. We read on the last day of Pesach. The reason for that is because um, because uh, um, it talks about Mashiach, and the last day of Pesach connects to Mashiach. Halacha tes. Basheres karim shivas shivuos on shivu on shivuos. We read the parasha of shivas shivuos. The obligation to count the yomer keep shivuos. Again, that's the basic obligation, but the minik pasha, the common minik is different, is on the first day of Pesach, you read the story of giving the Torah, and the is the story of, of the Yecheskel uh, seeing the divine chariot, which is a revelation similar to the Jews saw about the Torah. On the second day, you read the parasha of Kol which is again discusses all the Abtev, including Pesach, and you read from the Chabak book uh, as the Haftarah. Um, so, so uh, because that uh, the Haftarah talks about Psukim, which on uh, the Mepharshim the Mark explains, refers to Matan Torah, and of course Shavuos is the the remark Matan Torah. Uh, no, it, that's, that's that's what the Rambam starts off by saying that you read Shiva Shavuos, but that's the basic obligation based on the Gemara apparently. But the when the is to actually. Not do that. I mean, the question is to read B'chidosh uh, Hashlishi, which is Parshish Yisrael. So it comes out, yes, correct, comes out that, that the second day of Shavuos, when you read the Kal B'chur, which encapsulates all Yom Tevim, you also read what the Ramah starts off, Allah with Shiva Shavuos, the obligation to count the Omer and count seven weeks and keep Shavuos, correct, yeah. Allah Yud. Baresh Hashanah, Karim Lechadosh Hashvi, Bechad Lechadosh Hashanah. We read uh, the parasha talks about on the on the first day of the seventh month, which uh, of course refers to Shavuos, the first of day of Tishrei. Excuse me, Rosh Hashanah, the first day of Tishrei. Again, that's the basic obligation. That is not, however, the popular minhag. Uh, the popular minhag is minhag pasuk, the, the the standard custom. On the first day, you don't read about the the part of the Torah talks about obligation to keep Rosh Hashanah, rather the story of Hashem remembering Sarah. And, uh, and and letting Sarah conceive and bear a child in, in Yitzchak. And the Haftar is the famous story of Chana, how she was also answered as as was Sari Menu. The second day of Rosh Hashanah, we read about the Akedah, 
read about the Haftarah, which is about Hashem describes his love for the Jewish people. We remind Hashem, so to speak, of his love for us on this day of judgment. Now, it's funny that the Rebbe actually explains that uh, the reason why we read the Haftarah of Chana and Rosh Hashanah is actually because Rosh Hashanah is how we crown Hashem as king. And it would seem to be an inappropriate time to ask for personal needs. You're supposed to crown Hashem as king and just acknowledge his dominion. It's not a time to ask for favors. But the answer is that Chana, so the answer is found in the of Chana. So what does Chana say? Chana says, ask Hashem for a child, and says, if you give me a child, I promise that as soon as he's old enough to walk, I'll kick him out of the house. Right? That's what she says. Give me a child, and as soon as he's able, he's old enough, I'll dedicate him to Hashem, bring him to the Mishkan. So the, that explains why it's okay to ask for your own personal needs, personal needs Rosh Hashanah. We're asking Hashem for our, 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 to give us resources with which we could express Hashem, you know, serve Him. So she asked for a child, not for the personal desire to be able to parent a child, but for to be able to have a, a child to dedicate to Hashem. Halach Yud Aleph. Yeah. Halach Yud Aleph. Yom Kippur Yom Shachas Ben Achim Mois. Yom Kippur Yom Kippur Ben Shachas Read the Pasuk of Achim Mois, which is which begins the holiday the avodah of the Kingdom of Yom Kippur. Maftirin Mekayim Hashem. Excuse me, Kayim Hashem. This is from Yeshaya Perik Nun Zayin. You read later on the same parasha from uh, again Achimais, but the second half of the parasha talks about all the forbidden relationships. So that anybody who stumbled or uh, um, um, what's the word? He uh, basically stumbled and he, he transgressed in uh, one of these uh, forbidden relationships. Should he remember and he become embarrassed? The third uh, uh, person, the 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 the, the, the three Elias, of course. The third Aliyah also does Mafter Yena. He reads the book of Yena, which of course talks about Shuvah. Um Okay, Yud Beis. The Sukkot on Sukkot, B'Sheni Yom Tev and B'Sheni on the first days of Yom Tev. Karen Pashas Hamaydes. Read the Pasha of Yom Tev. Shishorikas of Ais, which is again talks about, it starts about Shishorikas of Ais, which is the beginning, but then it goes to the Yom Tevim. Maftim be Rishon Hini Yim Bal Hashem. After the first day is in Zechariah, Pergidalid. Vyamashani Vikola Melchshleiman, the second day after is in the Melchim Aleph Perkhes, talks about how the Jewish people came to celebrate Sukkot in the Besamikdash that had just been dedicated. Of course, they have to come to the, they have to come to the Bismillah three times a year. But till then, it was the Mishkan. This was the first time they spent Yom Tov in the Bismillah. The last day of of, of Sukkot, which is Shmiyatzeres, you read Kol Bechur, which again talks about Yom Tov, including Sukkot. And it, it continues the story about how um, they dedicated the Bismillah and how on the eighth day after Sukkot is over, um, Sukkot is seven days, right? So, uh, well, sorry, the, the, the eighth day. Um, it's one and one. Sorry? So they brought one of each. What are you referring to? One of each of the different animals. So, yes. So, so, so look, it's seven days, and you have to the eighth day. And it says on the eighth day, Shalomach sent the people away. And then, I don't remember offhand what that was referring to over there, the eighth day. On Yontif they left? Okay, I have to look it up. The day after that, you read the Zesabracha, which is the part, which is, in other words, um, on Shemirat Teresh, you read Vesar Bracha, which is the last part of the Torah. Maftir be Yaman Meshlemei. Maftir is Melachim Aleph Perkhes again. Vyesh Misha Maftir be Yichachim Meshmeisha. And some people do the Aftir, which is what we do. The since they read the last part of the Torah, they read the first part of the Shevir Shu, which comes right afterwards. Right, continues the story. 
All the other days of Sukkot, you read the carbon of that day. What does that look like? Every day of Cholomay, you read two parashas. This is not exactly the way we do it, but this is the drama says. This third day, which is the first of Cholomay, the Koyin reads Be'emashini, but the, the Kabbarnas of Sukkot is on the second day of Sukkot. The Levi reads the third day, which is that day's Kabbarnas, it's the third day of Sukkot. The Yisrael reads the third day as well. The fourth leader repeats Yemashini and Yemashlishi. Again, since it's the third day of Sukkot, but remember, remember if, you, if you treat the second day of Sukkot like Yontif, it means you're suggesting the possibility that the, that, that this, the second day of Sukkot is the first day. So you read, therefore, the third day is really the second day based on Sukkot. So therefore, you read, you read the second and third day of Christair. on the fourth day of Yontif, which is the second day of Cholomayet. You read the, about the, the Kabbarnas for the third and fourth day of Sukkot. Similarly, this applies to every day. You follow the same system. Uh, that's as far as Cholom Maid goes. Um, okay, fine. Does the Ram say anywhere if it was in Israel where there's not two days yet, two first days, two last days? He doesn't describe that over there. The, the, the other reading? So, yeah, they, they, they have different Hagan, obviously, but based on that, but the Ram doesn't go into that actually, interesting enough. Doesn't go into the You take out two sifateras for shachas. the first one. So, so he went through all the all the basic obligations of kriyatayda. He did not go through what we call what we call maftir. That was about the kabbonis. And that's what he does now. But Rishon, the first Sefetera, created by Elohim, Yonim Shemarnu, you read all what, just, all, all what we just described in about reading for the basic obligations of the Sukkot. As we just said, that's the first Sefetera. Vashini, what's in the second Sefetera? Created by Karban, you read the carbon of that Yomtif in the Pasha of Pinchas, in the person reads the Karbanis, he does the Haftarida. So he comes out, they have another Aliyah, an extra Aliyah over here. From the second Sefetera, the parsha of the Karbanis that, that's relevant to that specific Yantif, which is basically the paragraph you read in Moshe Van Davni. Tesvav, Bechol any day you take out two or three Sefeteras, if you take them out one after the other, meaning not at the same time. So if you, let's say, you take out one, you read it, you put it back, take out the other one, if that's the minute. Kishamach, so originally you put the first one back, Eimer Kaddish, you say Kaddish, then take out the second one. Kishamach, so Eimer Kaddish, when you put back the, the second Sefetera, you say Kaddish again. We already said the meaning is to say say kaddish after the the person who is the mashle, meaning he's the, the last required aliyah. So on Shabbos, the seventh aliyah, Yontif, the fifth aliyah, uh, you say kaddish after that. Then afterwards you do maftir the navi. In other words, it doesn't have to do with when you take the seventh term for the back. It has to do with when you finish that aliyah. Tes zayin. Shabbos cholis b'cholosham meid. When Shabbos falls on cholam so we just described, but you, for example, how you read on Cholomay, Sukkot, and Pesach, but that's assuming it's all weekdays. What do you do if it's if Shabbos falls on Cholomay? Beim Pesach, beim Sukkot. If it's Pesach or Sukkot, regardless, Kairin, beis Shabbos, reyat ha'emelai. Now, Shabbos Cholomay, you read reyat ha'emelai, which is Hashem, Hashem, talking to Hashem right after he forgave the Yidden for Chet Ego. That talks about, mentions both Shabbos and Yom Tevim. That's why you read it then. Pesach, and therefore, on Shabbos Chamin Pesach, you read Hatzamas Yevashis, the, the famous Yecheskel Perkam Ches, 
the value of, sorry, uh, excuse me, Yechezkel Pek Lamed Zayin, the value of the dry bones, because that, that's Yechezkel's uh, uh, vision, or acknowledge a vision of an actual episode that happened of Chiyas uh, HaMesim. I believe according to all opinions, it actually happened Perel uh, Mamish. Wait, what? According to all opinions, what? That, 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 that the, valley, the valley of the dry bones was when Yechezkel saw a valley full of dry bones, and Hashem revived them in front of him, which was a foretaste of Tchis Amesim. That's the Haftarah. It actually happened? I believe so, yeah. Could this be an opinion that it was like a vision, but I think actually, I believe actually, yeah. So, oh, the Gemara has no clicks about it, right? And one of the Tanayim says, excuse me, I'm a descendant of one of those people who was revived, so it actually happened. So, and the reason why I read it then is because it says, Rabbi Haggain says that Tchis Amesim is going to happen in the month of Nisan, so it's appropriate to read it on Pesach. Avim Chala Chag. Sorry, I skipped over here. Uh, if um, when Shabbos Cholmeid, when Shabbos falls at Cholmeid Sukkis, then you read the, the um, again the Haftarah is the, the, the Kristarah is the same thing as a Pesach in terms of uh, the Parsha of Riata um, Emerlai, but the Haftarah is the, about the war of 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 Goyig uh, and and. Uh, uh, Magog is the nation. Gogog was its king. It's not, it's not a war between Gog and Magog. It's Magog and Gog fighting against another nation, and that uh, it says is going to happen in the month of Tishrei, which is why we, we read it on Shabbos Cholam Beitzukas, which is the month of Tishrei. Lachid Zayin, the Chanukah and Chanukah. Be'em Rishon, Kainim, Parchas Kainim, Atzeifa, Korban Amarkev, Be'em Rishon. The Chanukah you start from the Berachas Kainim, which is of course famous Yivrech Hashem Yishmerecha. That part uh, is not our minig, but what the Ram says, and you read until the whole story and how they they inaugurated the Mishkan in the in the in the in the, in the midbar, and uh, you read until the end of the first day, the first inauguration, which is uh, uh, the first nasi. On the second day, you read of the second nasi, his offering, how he what he offered, which is of course identical to the first one. And similar to the eighth day. You, you read everyone for that day. Now, the eighth day, you read the eighth day, you read all eight to the, through, to the all twelve of them, until the end of the Pasha. We actually go into Pasha Baleischa, which talks about the Menorah, because it's Chanukah. On Shabbos Chanukah, the Haftar is the Nevu of Zechariah, the vision of the Menorah he saw. If there's two Shabbos Chanukahs, I mean, start the last, the first and last day of Pesach Shabbos, then the first Shabbos is Nehru of Zechariah, second one is the, the story about the, the, the Menorah of Shalom Melech in Melochim Aleph, Perek Zayin. The person who reads the final part about Chanukah, he does the Haftarah, but Purim, Kareem, Pasha, Shachas, Yavai Malik, Purim, and Shachas, the Christer is Yavai Malik, because Purim talks about Haman, of course, Haman was the son of Amalek. One of the big themes of Purim is the remembrance and destruction of Amalek. Locha, Yudches. You remember when there was a Shabbos, Chanukah, first day Shabbos last week? Uh, one second. Which is the parashas, parashas, um, the, I think it's in Dvarim Perik Dalit. Because again, talks about chastising Jewish people for swaying from the Torah, for, for, for uh, wavering from the Torah. And the Torah is in your Miro Perik which again is about the theme about the prophecies of destruction of Shalayim. Mincha kerein vayichal meisha. Mincha yirida vayichal meisha. Meisha supplicated for Hashem, which is the, the, what we read about every fast day. Kishayim etanis every fast day. Kishayim etanis every other fast day. 
Shonim Asanim Amashir Lavasinah because he fasts for events that transpired in the past, like Asar Bethevis, Shabbos Matamas, Zubadaya. Kareem Veshachas Rabincha, Shachas and Milchi read Arishan Kareem Veshachal Mesha about Psukim. The first Aliyah is Veshachal Mesha for Psukim. Vekreda Shani Vashishim Psalacha Adashania Isa Imach. And the second and third, however you want to divide it up, uh, have to read from Psalacha until Ashani Isa Imach. If it's a fast day, not because of an event that transpired in the past, let's say the negative thing happened, that like the government made a bad decree against the Jews, so they're fasting for that purpose, or if there's no rain, for example, can be terrorists who advocate depend, like if there's a, a drought or a famine or a plague, I mean. Um, and you read the blessings and curses in the Mishnah Torah or in the Bayikra. That people should be humbled and do tshuva when they hear them. The custom is that even though we said that you do thematic to the, the weekly parsha, however, the custom is that the three Shabbos before Tisha B'av, you read different verses, different, different parts about rebuke. The first Shabbos of the three preceding Tisha B'av, you read Divri Miyor, the second one is the third one is Echa Es Lazaina. Our meaning is actually to do a little differently. But uh, we end up doing Shabbos Chazayin, the Shabbos before Tisha B'av. But in any event, the Shabbos following Tisha B'av, we read about consolation. And then it's, it's, it's the standard custom in uh, all our cows, says the Rambam, that not only the Shabbos after Tisha but all the Shabbos following Tisha B'av, to Rosh Hashanah, to the Shabbos Rosh Hashanah, those seven Shabbos, and we read the Shevet and Nechemta, all the Hadas of Teres, the theme is in the consolation. Shabbos Shevet Hashanah, Yom Kippurim of Tzim, Shuv Yisrael, the Shabbos between Hashem and Kippur, we read Shuv Yisrael, which is a collection of Sukkim about Tshuva, because again, the importance of, of emphasizing Tshuva at that time. Halacha Chaf. Reish Chadish Adish Chadish for Shabbos. When Reish Chadish Adar falls out on Shabbos, or for that matter, the Shabbos, basically the Shabbos of Reish Chadish Adar, or the Shabbos before Reish Chadish Adar, as Ram will say, you read the parasha of Shkolem, which is the parasha of the obligation to every Jew to donate the half shekel to the, for the communal sacrifices. And after you read about Yod uh, uh, who made a collection to repair the Besamidosh, which is again the same theme about the Machzor Shekel. The Chain, yeah? What does that do with Purim? Oh, it's because that's when, no, nothing with Purim business per se. That's when you have to, exactly, that's when they would, they would collect the Shkolem for the, for, the, for, the, for the year. Now, the truth is, it is connected because it says that Mordechai was reading that about, the, about the halachas of half shekel with his students when Haman came to take him from on the horse. And, and, he, and uh, he, Haman was listening and he said that your half shekel outweighed the shekel I gave a So, yes, it is a connection to Purim. Um, all right. other falls out during the week. Even if it's on Friday, so it's the end of the end of the week. Still, is always the Shabbos of Rishchadosh Other, or the Shabbos before Rishchadosh Other. Even if Rishchadosh Other is on Friday, so it's right next to Shabbos. Still, you read the Parshas the Shabbos, which is six days earlier, not the Shabbos, which is one day afterwards. So that's Parshas Shkolem. Parshas is always the Shabbos before or the Shabbos of Rishchadosh Other. Kirin Zacher, and the second one read Parshas Zacher, which is about Amalek. You read in Maftir about how Hashem told Shalom Melech to destroy Amalek. What's considered the second Shabbos? The Shabbos before Purim. Even if Purim is on Friday, like it is, like it is this year, for example. 
The third parasha, you read the parasha of Paraduma. Because you have to purify yourself for the Paraduma before uh, you bring the Par Pesach. And you, after is about the idea of, again, throwing upon us the purifying waters, which is, uh, echoes the idea of uh, the Paraduma. The Ezi Shabbos Lishis. What is the third Shabbos? Which is next to the fourth Shabbos. Now, these are not four weeks in a row. Exactly, it's, it's broken up. Ravius, the fourth, and what is the Ravius? We'll see soon. Ravius, the fourth week, read the parish about the Veshchedesh, the halachas of Hashem telling Moshe Ben for the first time. And you, the haftarah is in the Cheska Perkim Hay of Rishon which describes the Kabbalah brought on Pesach, Mashiach comes. What's considered the fourth week? The Shabbos before Shabbos Nishan. I feel Arab Shabbos, again, even if Shabbos is Arab Shabbos, the Shabbos before is, um, is the fourth Shabbos. So these four Shabbos, when you read these four special parashas, are not four in a row necessarily. In fact, it cannot be, they can never be four in a row. Rather, the Ram clarifies in Lachachav. Nimtesa comes at you say, Sometimes you have a separation between the first Shabbos and the second Shabbos of another Shabbos when you don't read any special Pasha, just the regular Pasha of the week. Or between the second Pasha and the third Pasha. Sometimes you have two breaks between the first and second, and the second and the third. Uh, right? When the other falls on a Friday, that's what happens. That's how it, it, it turns out. You have Pasha Shkolim. And then a parasha of regular Chrysanthera, uh, uh, parasha Zacher, then a parasha of regular Chrysanthera, and then parasha uh, um, Par. I'm thinking between the third and parasha, you never stop because, because the fourth parasha is always Shabbos Mavarchim Nisan, or Shabbos of Shabbos Nisan. And the third parasha is always the week right before that. So there's never a break between the third and fourth week. Chaf Beis. So again, Parsha Shkolim is always Shabbos Vorchem other, or Shabbos Mishchedesh other. Parsha and Zoch is always right before Purim. But Shabbos Vorchem other, and the Shabbos before Purim, you have very often Shabbos in between. Right? Okay. Chof Beitz, Kol Parsha, Parsha Eilu, each one of these four special Parshas, Echad Kare Isa, Vashani, one person reads them from the second Sifatur, Achra Kare Isa, Seder Isa, Shabbos, Mesef Rashi, Sirishan, after they read the regular weekly Parsha from the first Sefer that was taken out. This is important to note because the Gemara has an opinion which says that no, that these four Parshas, all you read is that Parsha, you don't read the weekly Sefer. The Amna says not, that's not the case. If other falls on Shabbos, and the parasha of that week was Vatatzave. Now this, I don't think, it, I don't think it can happen according to how our calendar is set up and how we read the parashas. But the Rambam suggests, based on whatever custom you have, or if you maybe in a time when you had not a set calendar, if it came out that parashas Hachodesh, excuse me, parashas Shkolim was. Uh, was the parsha of Atatzave. So the weekly parsha and then parsha Shkalim uh, is actually run one into the other because parsha Shkalim begins parsha Kisisa. And it comes to Tzave. What's the parsha after Tzave? Kisisa. So what do you do? You have six aliyahs rather than, rather than normal seven. You have six aliyahs. Um, um, 
reading from the weekly parsha and finishing off parsha Tetzave till you get to the beginning of parsha Kisisa. Vashvi Kisisa ad and the, th- the seventh one reads from the beginning of Kisisa ad Vasisa Kiyar. Uh, excuse me, I made a mistake. So it comes out that um, that six aliyahs, uh, the, 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 the last, per, last the, the, the sixth aliyah from the first Sefer Torah, not only reads the last two aliyahs of Pasha Tetzave, he also reads the, whole, the, the first aliyah, or the first section of Pasha Kisisa. The seventh aliyah repeats that. He, re- he repeats that section of 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 uh, when you count the Jewish people, take a half shekel from each one, and then it goes into the making, making the kiyar. Okay. Um, so again, the Ram, the Ram is very doesn't doesn't demand that you have the F seven aliyahs before you have a special pasha. He's okay if the seventh aliyah is a special pasha. He also always insists that the maftir, like in a regular Shabbos, the maftir repeats what the shvi, what, what the shvi is, then the shvi. So, but our meaning is not like that always. All, sometimes our meaning you take out two sefteras. The eighth aliyah, which is maftir, is very different. It's a whole different concept. In the Rambam, no, it has to be repetition. You can't have a new, new theme, apparently. If that Shabbos was Pasha Kisisa, so now the regular Pasha Shavua, the beginning starts off with Pasha Shkala. So what do you do? You have six aliyahs from Kisisa to Vayakil. Basically, we have six aliyahs in Pasha Kisisa. And the final aliyah, the seventh one, is from the beginning of Kisis again, back to the beginning of Saint Pasha, uh, until until the uh, the Pasha of the Kiyar. So basically, Pasha Shkalim is the seventh aliyah again, even though that's the weekly Pasha as, all, as well. Chaf Gimel. When Rish falls on Shabbos itself, but in Shlishes form, you have to cut three cemeteries. The first Torah you read the Pasha of the week. The second Pasha you read the Rish Chedesh. The third Pasha you read the theme of Pasha Shkolem. Same thing would happen if Rish Chedesh falls on Shabbos. You read in the first Sefer you read the weekly Pasha. And the second one you read Rish Chedesh. Excuse me, and the third one you read Pasha Chedesh. Again, the Ramah holds you know, the is that you can't roll the cemetery in front of the congregation; it's not respectful to make them wait, and therefore you take out the three separate cemeteries. Chav Dalit, Reish Chedesh Tevis Chalas B'Shabbos. When Chedesh Tevis falls on Shabbos, which of course is Chanukah, Meitzin Chalas B'Shabbos. You have to take out three cemeteries. Reish and Karibes in the first one you read the Pasha of the week. Vashin the second one Karibes in Reish Chedesh. You read Reish Chedesh. Vashin the third one Karibes in Chanukah. You read the idea of Chanukah. The, wherever creates that for, the, for that day for Hanukkah. I'm Shabbos. If Rish Chedesh Tevis is is uh, middle of the week, so you have to take out two separate Torahs. Um, Ram doesn't emphasize that, but it's understood. Three aliyahs are from the Rish Chedesh, which means that what normally is the first two aliyahs are Rish Chedesh, right? Pesukim Aleph based Gimel and Gimel Dalad Hey becomes one long aliyah of one person Aleph based Gimel Dalad Hey. And the fourth person reads the theme of Chanukah. Even the person reads the uh, excuse me uh, 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 hears the whole entire Torah every week with the congregation. He has an obligation on his own to read the entire uh, parsha of that week. Each two times and the uncle one time the translation once. Uh, doesn't say Unkelis, but that's the, the accepted the Targum to use. You could use, in theory, Yitzhah, with any, any translation. That's legitimate, but we use Unkelis. Pasuk, the Pasuk has no Targum. For example, the Pasuk is, you know, in the beginning of Chumash 
The pasuk is Ruven Shimon Levi Yehuda. Right? There's no tagum for that. It's just names. You read the tagum three times. Uh, you read the pasuk three times. Achiashim parshas of a tzibur, so you can always finish together with the tzibur each parsha in parsha each week.